Welcome, everybody, to episode zero of the Flaming Meeple podcast, brought to you for FlamingMeeple.com. I am your host, Christopher Francis, and I'm with a couple of my best friends here. To my right is the Flaming Meeple himself, Danny George. What's up? The one and only, the OG Flaming Meeple, because my car caught fire with all my shit in it. It's a longer story than that, on how he got the name, but uh, in <laughs> essence, yes, that's what happened. And sitting to his right, or my immediate left, is the lovely and talented Mrs. Meeple. <laughs> I'll Addie. go with that. I can be Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Meeple. I don't think Mrs. Meeple's taken yet, so... Uh, I like I, that. I, I think, Mrs. Meeple I'll, it yeah, is. Yeah. I'll have to check the gram. Check the gram. So, Addie, say hi. Hello. So, we have decided to try to redo this podcast again to determine, if, number one, if we want to actually do this or not. And number two, to see if people actually listen to us talk. Um, the idea of this podcast is that we're going to well, go over some of the games that, that we've played. I'll talk even if nobody's <laughs> listening to me. Yeah, but if that's nobody's true. listening to you, then you know why? I'm listening to me, and that's all that matters. I like the way I sound. Yeah. <laughs> but we also got some extra, you know, neat stuff here. We have the the mono caster that I did through Kickstarter, and figured that we'd try to give this thing a shot and see how it works. But unfortunately, it doesn't uh, work with three microphones. It only works with two. So. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Meeple are uh, are sharing a microphone at the moment. It's okay, we can do it. Yep. So basically the idea of this podcast here, now that we're a minute and 35 seconds in, we haven't done anything, is to talk about kind of uh, the games that we're playing board game-wise and uh, some of the uh, what we think of them kind of doing uh, reviews, if you will, uh, thoughts and stuff like that. Um, I know that you two are doing the 100-game challenge God. for this year. Kind of tell us about yeah. what's going on with that. So... It started with us deciding to do the 10 by 10 challenge because we thought it would be definitely feasible. And then I tested positive for the Rona. Danny and caught the Rona. We started playing, well, the 10 days I was quarantined, we started playing, you know, two, what, two, typically two board games a night. Yeah. And we started prioritizing diving into some games we hadn't yeah, played. Yeah. It, it started emptying up the shelf of shame. I don't know that you could say emptying. It started opening up and reading instructions on some games mm -hmm. on the shelf of shame to determine if it was worth playing with two people. Um, Fair enough. But then that opened up into so Addie that having turned the into idea. Uh, the goal of a hundred games, hundred new to us games during the year. So they may have been on our shelves for a couple of years. They're yeah. not necessarily new to the it's gaming community, not, but new to us. Yeah, yeah, not stuff that that had come out only in the last one or two years right. but like um oh spirits of the forest right is one we were going to be touching on later mm -hmm. that is something that addy and i played for the first time it's been out for what three or four years probably longer than that honestly yeah. i remember getting to you uh as a because i got two copies of yeah. this kickstarter yeah but so you're doing the hundred game challenge, hundred new games, and you're also looking at doing the ten by ten challenge as well. So yep. playing ten different games ten times a year, mm -hmm. uh, so which I think is cool. Which um, we're a good bit into that too right now. And Addie, what is the app that you're using for that? I am using BG Stats. Okay. Um, for tracking our plays, which we've been using to track the plays anyway, mm -hmm. but um, they had an upgrade to it. You pay ninety nine cents to add the challenges to it. It was worth it in my mind, and it okay. tracks all of our challenges too, so we can put nice. in our custom challenges. Very cool. Um, Very cool. And it'll kind of track, and yep. it'll apply games to it yep. on its own. Like if we play a game more than once, or if we're ten different games in there, but they've each been played once, and we play one a second time, it'll make sure that's part of the ten by ten sure. challenge yeah. or what happens. Sure, so. that's cool. So, you know, because you got the Rona, and fortunately you never really had it, but you have all the antibodies bodies for yes. it. So if anybody needs the antibodies, come and steal her liver, whatever. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll give you Please the address. Don't. No. Sell the blood on the black so market. You guys, you guys played a lot of games, uh, several games that are sitting here on the table, uh, mm -hmm. because that's just kind of how we roll here. Um, but let's talk about some of the games that, that I've played with you as well and kind of yes. get your idea on what you think of these. Because you know, not all the games that we've played have been great. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been kind of meh. Um, some of them have taken a couple plays before we liked them. Oh, right. my gosh, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> those first few plays were so frustrating, yeah. too. The, Especially with just two of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of things are going to play differently with two players versus three players and so on and so forth. I get that. But uh, one that didn't take 
multiple plays for us to like it, but we really ended up liking it. Well, actually, I didn't really end up liking it. Was uh, the one you got this, uh, this week, Rival Restaurants. Yes. So that this was a lot of fun. This one is a Rival Restaurants. It is for two to six players, ages 10 and up, and it takes about 45 to 60 minutes to play. This is made by Gap Closer Games. Um, and basically, the idea is you are trying to run your restaurant to get the most fame uh, over a certain amount. Um, uh, there's not actually a number of rounds. You're just trying to, whoever yeah, gets the 20 fame gets wins. Whoever, get, whoever gets the 21st. Um, and, and everybody has uh, all the, basically you're picking your restaurant at random, you're picking mm -hmm. your chef at random, mm -hmm. and then you're getting some ingredients and you're starting to build your recipes and go from there. Yep. So there's a lot of tableau building. There's a lot of resource management in there. And, you know, I thought it was, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the first game while we're learning how to play, I'm thinking, okay, this is one we'll definitely bring to the table again. What do you guys think? I, I loved it because I won twice. Um, <laughs> Out of the two Currently undefeated. That's a big, that's a big factor for Danny. Yep. Um, yep. But, uh, no, it's overall, it's a fun game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I think if we were to go beyond four players we would need more than a one minute timer for the um buy and yeah. bid portion of it we yeah. would have to go up to two minutes yeah, yeah and, and, and and what i like about it is that that's the only part of it that's really real time is that yeah. second phase where you have uh the, what was the, the 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 buy and barter phase yeah where you have so much time to okay i need to get this but you have this and i'll trade you this for this and this and and it's not your like you're just trading just the ingredients or anything. You can trade. You can trade favors. Favors. You can trade garbage. Yep. You can trade money. You can trade recipes. You know, um, action cards and stuff like that. So those are all real good things that Which you can do with that. The garbage, I think, is a really cool mechanic because mm -hmm. uh, as you're completing your recipes, mm -hmm. they will have a varying amount of how much garbage you accumulate from mm -hmm. zero to I think. Five was the highest. I think so. I think there was one that was six. You had one that was got one six. That was, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's one of those French There was a gourmet that got six. Right. Um, and so the only way to get rid of the garbage there is, for most players, is to go to the island and pay $100 per, per piece of garbage to get rid right. of. Or there is a chef that allows you to give one garbage to a different player um, each move and uh, move right. phase. Yeah, so by going to the island, um, you can do a bunch of different things. Yeah. Like you can buy upgrades and stuff like that, or you can get rid of garbage. You stuff get like. rid of garbage. But what you can't do there is that you can't buy things like recipes or ingredients yeah. or anything like that. You can so you're really kind of wasting a turn being away from the market but yep. trying to, um, and the garbage is important because, you know, uh, if you, when you do complete a recipe, if you have any garbage, when you complete it, you're going to get negative points. You get points negative points for each, each piece of garbage yeah. you have. So yeah. like, for example, if this, if this recipe was worth five victory points and I had four pieces of garbage sitting there, I'm only going to get one victory point. Mm -hmm. But if I had six pieces of garbage, it'd just be zero because it doesn't give you negative points. Right. Um, Addie, kind of, uh, what do you, what did you, what were your impressions yeah, of it? Yeah, so I actually really enjoyed it. And when we first started setting it up, I, I'm, I am typically not a fan when it gets into a whole bunch of bartering and mm -hmm. negotiating. And part of that is, especially if Dan and I play two players, um, it tends mm -hmm. to, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. picture how that goes. Definitely a game, a, a style of game to avoid with just two players. Yeah. in but most yeah. cases, even in Fleet, which we'll talk about a little later. Right. Um, even with the three of us, it kind of got to the point where the negotiations just aren't even negotiations anymore. Yeah, it's right. just trying to like screw like, with each other. And so I was a little concerned that we were going to get into that mechanic here especially with me and, and it was going to yeah. be a problem. It, it gets um, into the point but where like, it didn't. like, how much money do you have? Well, I have 500. Okay. I'll bet 600. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like it was a little bit more contained in the yeah. sense that like, there's still plenty yeah. of ways for you to get the ingredients yeah. if you don't barter. Yeah. Um, and... Um, but, but you can I also, be strategic. Like, look, I happen to be in this shop. Mm -hmm. I can buy your ingredient and trade it to you in exchange for. So you can kind of have a little bit more control over the barter yeah. process. Um, it tends to come out a little more fair, I think. Agreed. I, and I can see where games. that would be a bigger boon to the game when you have multiple players. Yeah. Because uh, uh, because not everybody is going to uh, be you know, at 
in separate places. You're just going to run into people. That's just the nature of things. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, having multiple people, it gives you a lot more of that kind of that stock market vibe where, you know, I'm looking for this, I need this, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if you've ever played Pit, you know, you know, I have I have two two pieces. Who wants this? You know, so on and so forth. Um, but uh, So there's definitely some strategy into yeah. which recipes yes. you're going to complete mm-hmm. first and how you're going to barter for those right. ingredients. Um, yep. And then making sure you get rid of trash before yep. you complete recipes. Because I completed quite a few where I got yep. no points in our second game sure. because of having the trash. Yeah, And part of the bartering is... You don't have to barter just ingredients. You can barter Anything. recipes, yep. money, favors. Right. Um, you can you can say, hey, I will take five trash from you mm-hmm. if you let me have these two or three ingredients. Sure. Um, I know one time in the game, uh, the second game, um, I had a uh, I had a gourmet meal that I was working with that was mm-hmm. a, that I got a a action card where it made it an extra mm-hmm. victory point. And um, Addie pulled one that was, uh, that was my um, nationality. I, I, like, I was, I was Italian cooking at that time. So she pulled one and I said, I will give you this and a couple ingredients that will fill her other one. Yep. Uh, and if she gives me this and, the, and, and so we ended up having like 15 things in this trade and everything. And it, it ended up being a fitting her more than me, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Cause she was able to uh, get a, get her basic uh, recipe done yeah. and got some stuff for her other recipe. And then when she did turn that in, instead of getting like the five points, her chef gave uh, her ability, gave her an extra point and that, that gave her an extra point as well. So that was really cool. As far as Kickstarters go with rules, uh, th- this is probably the best well-written, best finalized rule set yes. I agree. with, the least amount of errata to have to look up or FAQs to have to look up on Board Game Geek or yeah. on the um, Gap Closer Games website. Yeah, I, th- I found it's very easy to see uh, where everything was, how mm-hmm. everything's supposed to go. I mean, they have pages in there that, that tells you what the restaurants look like, what the, uh, the, the yeah. chefs do and all that as well. Yeah. And your equivalent of your player resource card has right. a plethora of information. It feels good. And everything you would need to reference is either on that or on your restaurant tile. Sure. Like mm-hmm. you can pretty much get yeah. the information to play. You don't have to go double check yourself, which yeah. is always helpful. And, and and I'm th- short and <laughs> I don't see well all the way across the table. So having as much information in front of yeah. me you're is not helpful. Short, yeah. You're vertically challenged. Yeah. The, 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 only, the only information that you don't have is what's on those action cards. Right. So that's the only hidden information. So everything else is wide open for you. And Assuming I think that's really you can cool. see across the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So now we only played the base version of restaurant of rival restaurants. We did not yes. get the uh, the expansion, which adds I think different nationalities and different chefs. I think it's additional chefs and recipes and stuff. Yeah. I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily more players. God, I hope it's not more players because <laughs> that was six. I think would be chaotic. It but would I don't be, see how be, you could get through barter with no. six yeah. people. It, uh, I, I think I would only max out at it with four players, yeah. maybe five. Yeah. So the, we did read after we played that there's a variant where with two to three people, we should have been playing as multiple chefs. Even yeah. that, for me, would have been overwhelming yeah, to try I, to keep yeah. track of two restaurants and that. recipes and chefs <clears throat> um, in, that, in that barter phase. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, that, uh, again, like you were talking about, I think as a Kickstarter production, I think this one is very well done. Mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, the game tray is kind of cool on the inside. It's, oh, it's not, always a bonus yeah. when your game is yeah. organized. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's organized pretty well. I think it could be a little bit better. You know, have places to put the uh, the coins and all that. Yeah, that was the only thing that was missing. There was no yeah. place to put the coins, and I feel like it could have gone right in that center part that right. goes yeah. on the island. Other than little Ziploc baggies, that yeah. was it. But, but the island has that great tray that has the discard for yes. all of the cards yeah. and yeah. for the clips. Yeah. They could have just stuck a drawer on the other end and made it for the... I mean, they even made yeah. a green one for the garbage. Mm-hmm. They could have made a little yeah. spot for the coins. Yeah. And the garbage does actually look like a, a, dumpster. Like a dumpster. I think it's really cool looking. Um, so, uh, Danny, if you were to rate this out of five stars, um, with one being, um, I wouldn't play this again, five, this is going to hit the table many times. Um, what do you think? This It's definitely going to hit the table here a lot. Um, gosh, I always hate doing this. Um Putting you on the spot. Putting me on the spot and having to put a a number rating on it, Mm -hmm. I would say 4.8. Okay. 
Um, oh, you're going to get technical with decimal points. I was uh, going to say four, but a uh, game, okay, I'm fine. not somebody who uh, tends four. to give something I will, a five. I will go four. Yeah. I will go four. Yeah, I think this is a four-star game as well. Yeah. I think this is definitely mm -hmm. one that um, I think uh, by how we played it, I think four is going to be kind of mm -hmm. the premium number for that. Yeah. With three, it seems like that you have somebody who's going to be the kingmaker. Yep. And then, uh, and you just have, you know, well, I, okay, I'm at 11 points. There's no way I'm going to win. So I'm going to try to give everything to Addie to have her tie you the yes. best I can and end up, you know. Which is what ended up happening which in is our exactly second what ended game up happening. because I was yeah. three points away from winning and Addie was, what, six? Well, she was seven points away, but, but points she, away, she yeah. it was that one recipe that we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think the production is great. I think that it's it's very well done. It's a lot of fun. It's very easy to grasp. Mm -hmm. It's not a very heavy game at all. Definitely a quick learn. But um, it is one where you can't be, like, half playing and half paying attention to something else. Because exactly. when it gets into that barter phase, yeah. it's it's quick and it's everybody yeah. there. Which yeah. I like that because I would mm -hmm. prefer for us to be engaged and not just twiddling our thumbs waiting for our turn. Like, we play some games where you're games. waiting mm -hmm. while someone else goes. And yeah. so it's kind of nice that you're... Yeah. I like those games when we're actually, when it's yeah. actually you, you, the active turn to do something. But right. as soon as you pass turn and you're not doing anything, it's just, well, crap, what do I do now? I mean, they have their place because there are times where it's nice to be able to walk away from the table. We do yeah. have twin right. four-year-olds and there are right. times where one right. of us is walking away. So it's not always the worst thing in the world, but it's fun to be able to to just engage but what i noticed about when we played those games is that none of us were sitting there on our phone waiting for the next thing exactly. to happen because we're okay we're, we have a minute to do this let's do it. it let's get this done move on to the next one so yeah and yeah, that's what i like i really like, like that too I, sure. the more that, that we're engaged with a game like that the, the better i think it works so i yeah. definitely think this is a four for me as well okay cool so that's rival restaurants by gap closer games i definitely recommend it so does that uh, yeah. addy and danny and like mm -hmm. we said we got two plays in tonight and not a ton of time i mean mm -hmm. it says it's a 45 minute to an hour game. I don't know that we were anywhere close to an no, hour. I, on either I think we're closer to that 45 yeah. minute mark. Yeah, I think that. we, we so. spend an hour and a half or so uh, actually playing um, the game. So I'm really definitely low. going to go to Gigabytes and Gigabytes, which is a, the local um, large game store in the right. area, and get the expansion because yeah. I know yeah. they get they got copies of it yeah. in. Definitely want to take a look at that as well. Yeah. So. Uh, that was one that we really liked that we played. Uh, the second one that we played, uh, we actually played last week, and that was a game called Project L. Yes. This last one is uh, it's a multiplayer game. I think it's three to five uh, players or two to five players uh, by Board Cubator Games, which is from France, if I remember right. I don't remember. I this was a... This I think it a, has a solo mode, so I think it's really one yeah, to five. No, I think there is a solo mode to it. Let me pull it out I here. think you had played the solo mode um, before you brought it yeah. over. No, I hadn't played. One to five players. Yeah. This, um, is, this is one that I surprised Addie because I told her I absolutely love this game. Yeah. This is a super simple game. It is a puzzle building, kind of a engine building game. And the, you start off with two pieces of uh, polyomino tiles, look like Tetris pieces. Um, and your turn is th is three moves. You can you can choose a puzzle that's uh, in the uh, in the market. You can put a puzzle piece out, uh, or you, uh, and solve a puzzle, whatever. Or you can do what's called the master action, where if you have multiple puzzles you're working on, you can put one piece on each of these uh, of the puzzles that you're working on. When you solve a puzzle, you get those pieces back. You get score that many points, and then you get an extra puzzle piece. So instead of having two puzzle pieces, now you have three. And when after three and four and so on and so forth, you can also trade puzzle pieces and all that as well. But it's a super simple game. It's a gorgeous game. It is beautiful. Um, I love um, simple. Yeah, it's super simple. Simple aesthetics. Um, I like it that the um, the the puzzle pieces are actually dual layered, yes. where you actually you can see what the, the puzzle is supposed to be like underneath, and then the puzzle pieces will actually sit inside the top mm -hmm. layer. So um, it, it works really, really well there. The pieces are chunky, and they're a good plastic. Um, there's an expansion out already for it that has the ghost pieces expansion, which are clear pieces that do different things. There's a new expansion that just got kickstarted called the Finesse Edition, uh, which adds even more stuff to it. That I, I also kickstarted as well because this is phenomenal. But we're just, again, the base game, to me, super simple, but... I think we played it what three or four times yeah. uh, in yeah. a row. In one night, three. yeah. I think three. I, mean, three. three. I have three in the yeah. stats app. Yeah, and I remember the, after uh, we played it the first time, Addie's like, "Who? Let's play this again." 
And yeah. that, I think that was the first time I've ever heard her say that. It's so, almost... So I'm the kind of person who really likes logic puzzles and nanograms. Mm -hmm. And so there's an element of that in it, right? You're right. building it, you're you're Tetrising, and you're trying to make your pieces work and figure out how you can fill the most puzzles. Because if you could fill two puzzles, anyway. Um, and so I like that piece of it. I like that it was, I'm responsible for my own turn in a sense. Like, yes, somebody could take a tile I was planning, but I can kind of just plan and go. Like, no yeah. one else is stealing pieces from me and changing my whole plan if I'm trying to plan a couple turns ahead. And so that was a big, um, and it, visually, it's just, it's visually and it's mm -hmm. simple enough to pick up, but then there's a lot more strategy to it than it seems on the surface with keeping your puzzle pieces, your tile pieces right. for your next mm -hmm. puzzle and trying right. to build up to some of those higher point puzzles. Um, but not necessarily skipping those quick, easy puzzles either that may not have a point value they just give you an extra piece but um it's it's worth not forgetting sure. about those little puzzles and there's you. not a whole lot of take that to it um yeah. the only real take that to that would be if you're looking at a puzzle piece that you right. want and then i take it instead yeah. because i need it as well but even so I, I i'm gonna flip something new and these eight pieces that i have can make something else mm -hmm. i'm okay you know for me it's it has more of a strategy aspect than mm -hmm anything else because yeah. you can look at the puzzle look at the pieces you have and go all right because you have three actions per turn and you think to yourself all right i can take this piece here fill it in using two actions and complete this get this other piece that's a reward for it get this point and already get a little bit of a head start with that, mm -hmm. uh, with points and having extra pieces to work with. And using that master action, right? So take a tile, use your master action yeah. to place Especially one on each Especially if you have two puzzles piece. going. Right. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah. Uh, and like that master action is really great when you have like three or four different puzzles you're mm -hmm. working on at the same time. Because you can load things up into each of them. Um, what I like about it also is that just a little, uh, a little minor thing is that <laughs> when you finish a puzzle, it immediately scores. Yes. And you immediately, I was just about to say that. You immediately get those pieces yeah. back and you immediately get the, the, the bonus piece with it as well. So you can use those as part of like um, move yeah. number two and three of your turn. Exactly. So yeah. that, that, the, that's a You could place a piece as part one, right, as your yeah. first action yeah. and then get those bonuses and they could be in play in two and yeah, three. If you, if you yeah. know you're going to need, let's say you have three puzzles going for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Right. You've got one that is almost complete, missing one piece right. that, you, you know, you use an action to draw that piece or upgrade one. Right. And complete that puzzle. Those pieces immediately come back to your bank and then you can place pieces into the other puzzles using, using your master, master action. That fills out your three right. actions there, but then you could potentially have those other two puzzles completed using that master action also. Right empty everything else and you're starting fresh again yeah to me I, what i like about this one is that it's a simple game in concept yeah i mean literally the, the rule book is like yeah. 40 pages and each different language is like six pages yeah so i mean and, the, and it's just really colorful and in, inside and all that but with every action that you take and with every decision that you make, there's some crunchiness to it. Yeah. There's 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 some consequence. If X, then Y. You know. If, yep. You know, so on and so. And I love that about games like this. Like yes. like you said, you like yeah. the logic puzzles and all. I do too. I think they're they're fantastic. And it's uh, one that I can see scaling to a two person game just fine. Like mm -hmm. some like rival restaurants, yep. we cannot just play. Yes, it's available as a two player game, but like we yeah. said, to play it as a to two player, play, you have to play two to. chefs. Yeah. So right. Really not. Play right. two player, whereas Project L, we could very easily play it just two players. Mm -hmm. um, because, because, like I said, there's no, there's not a whole lot of take that. There's, yeah. there's not. I'm going to mess with you by taking these pieces. Now, in the new expansions that are coming out, it very well may be that way. I yeah, honestly don't, don't know. know. And they may uh, go from five players to six or even eight players of that. But uh, like I said, we played it with three, and it was and it was again the turns were super quick. You weren't really messing with each other, but at the same time. There was a lot of crunchiness to everything that we were doing, so I thought it was really, really good. It was one when it was on Kickstarter that mm -hmm. I scrolled past it, didn't think I was going to enjoy yeah. it. I am well, good. really glad you backed it. Yeah, yeah, this is good because yeah. you have a habit of. Yeah. yeah, we do have the habit of buying the exact same yeah. things, uh, and we'll talk about one of those later um, tonight. But um, again, uh, on a on a 
on a five star scale, I think to be honest, honestly, I think this is a five star game. This is one that is so simple and so easy to take on, but it's going to be a challenge every time that mm -hmm. you play because it's not going to be the same game. Yeah. And no matter, I don't think no matter the age or even no matter the 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 count of of players, I think that this is still going to be one of those games that is going to be really quick and really fun and you'll play multiple times a night. So to me, I think this is a five-star game. Yeah. I would definitely put it a high four, but I'm not somebody who gives fives yeah. very often. Just, yeah. So yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't either. And but, but this is one that I just, I was like, wow, this is a lot better than I expected it to be. You know, because it, it looked fun. And I know that the guys from the Dice Tower tend to play it a lot. And this is one of the first games they bring out when they, no, it's when, a, when they introduce a new game. It's a great icebreaker. It, yeah. Hell, it's a great gateway game. Yeah, it's a very good gateway game. I so. know. There are a lot of people that don't like that term, but it is a fantastic gateway game mm -hmm. to someone that's not yeah. not too into yeah. the board game scene, but wants to start learning some more different mm -hmm. some different games, or you know, even an uh, icebreaker to to get everyone into the mood of game night. Or yeah. whose definition of a game is Monopoly? Because we've got quite a few people we, we know have who, a few of those. Yes, uh, say they want to get together for games, and well, and they they, they, sh they, they show games. up with Monopoly yeah. or Life. Yes. Or Cards so, Against so, Humanity, if you're uh, oh, oh getting into it. They God, think they're playing no. the big kid games and so, not quite. So this one's easy. Hey, have you ever played Tetris before? Yeah. Good, then you know how to play you know this game. This. Yeah. yeah, so I, like, I, I love this This one. is one, our girls are four, and this is one that our more an analytical one, I think, could she potentially could play. Get. She yeah. could potentially play with us. With a little bit of assistance at first, mm -hmm. yeah, she needs. But I think help, a couple of down the road, she would definitely have the hang of it. I think when she would do twins, great placing the pieces. Yeah, yeah. the rest yeah. of the concept. I think when your twins help. get like seven or eight, I think that they would really have a grasp on this. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah, especially Eleanor. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's. Uh, they um right now their favorite game is Sneaky Snacky Squirrel. So don't yeah. worry, even though they're only four, we're making sure they're getting. We're, we're making sure the they're they're that is not not one playing this Monopoly Junior junk. Yeah. So that's that's definitely one that I liked as well, and um, that one I think we're going to hit hit the table a lot. In fact, oh, I brought yeah. it with me today just in case it did hit the table it's again. It's part of our ten by ten. If yeah. it weren't already almost yeah. midnight, it would probably hit tonight. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And then but, uh, uh, we took we spent a little time trying to figure out how to get so, this recorded tonight. <laughs> so yeah, we spent an hour and a half trying to figure out. Hey, how does this plug in? Oh Genius. hey, you can't do it this way right. after all. You mean this only takes two microphones? That's crap. How do yeah. we make a third one fit? <laughs> so. Then there was a game that we played last week that you guys played by yourselves at first and weren't really too keen yes. on it. And then I came in and I kind of showed you, okay, now this is really how you're supposed so to play this it. this game is yeah. Fleet. This game is the Fleet. Ga the game we're talking about is Fleet, and yeah. it's card-based yeah. primarily. Yeah. This, now, to to, to kind of set the tone on this one, this is a two- to four-player game uh, for ages 10 and up. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes, which I think it takes more like 20 to 30 minutes. Well, depending on the round. Depending on the round. Depending on the round. <laughs> and this is um, by Griffin Games. Now, this was what I was telling you uh, last week. This was... The Dice Towers card game of the year in 2012. Yeah, we're just so, now getting around to so playing 2021. Yeah, so, so it's 2021. We just now started it is playing in our it. New about to that us. new yeah. to us games. Yeah. <laughs> and we both had like he, I, I gave this to them probably three or four years ago, and we just kind of let it sit there. And I have yeah. a copy of it at home, but I've got more of the expansions with it as well. So again, base model. Tell yeah, me what you think. It has some of the promotional stuff that so we our, haven't used yet. Yeah. But. Our first few playthroughs, when we played it as just a two-player oh, game, it was rough. Um, it was rough, it, it, and we I were, didn't we were, love it. We were about to tear into each other. And uh, <laughs> on top of that, there were several rules that we had sort of read, we had interpreted, we had reread the book. The book is, in my opinion, not and as clearly written as it could be. To to set this up, it's a magic play. A I've been playing magic for twenty years. Yep. A twenty-year-long magic player and a new magic player I trying to it. each interpret the rules their own way for a card game. Yep. Yeah. So, so the, <laughs> the, the, the uh, object of this game is that you are con controlling a fleet of ships in the Atlantic Ocean uh, trying to uh, catch cod and shrimp and lobster yep. and tuna, tuna and stuff like that and process them and turning these uh, these catches into... Uh, different abilities and different buying um, other ships, that buying you can other use ships, to spend and, its currency. and 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 processing them for extra cards and stuff like that. So there's a little bit of engine building here. There's a lot of resource management in here, yeah. um, which, but um, so yeah. 
So what changed when I came in and played it with you and we were sitting there going, wow, this is actually a really cool game. So I think the first thing was just having a third party reading on yeah. some of the rules. That was a big thing. That, when that we, clarification definitely helped. When Franny got over here, Chris got over here that night, the first thing we said was, guys, we're going to call him Franny, get used to it. Um, our kids call him Chris. Uncle Franny. Um, it, the first thing before we pulled the game out, I said, you have to read the book because there's several places where we disagreed. And so ooh, before I give you... Before we give you any instruction, you have right. to read it and see where we kind of like, yeah, where we where we find some middle ground and, and agree. And so, laying that baseline out of those questions ahead of time and knowing what some of those questions were going to be, right, helped. And also, it took. I mean, the first round that the three of us played, right, a lot of the pressure was off with regards to the bartering, right. Yes, um, there were three of us. We could be a little more even, right. da, 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 yeah. you know. Well, uh, I think by that, round two, that yeah. was not the case, yeah. and. And I think that's built into the mechanics of the game because yeah. um, um, for each round you start off with an auction phase and there's three things you, you're auctioning off. Mm -hmm. um, with a three-player game, there's three. With a four-player yeah. game, there's four and so on and so forth. So you have the option on each turn whether or not you're going to uh, purchase one or not. Right. And if you want one, you're, if you don't get the one you're going to you wanted, you're still going to get one. Yep. You know, so if you if you wanted shrimp, unless you pass, um, unless you uh, yeah, pass, unless you pass, chase. yeah, yeah. Um, like if you want it, it's there. If you don't want it, it's okay. Well, let's say for example that you were really trying to get that cod, uh, and Danny um, aux he starts off the auction with it, and he well, outbids you. Okay, fine. So he what? Likes the bonus it gives. Sure, mm -hmm. sure, totally understand. Good bonus. You want sure. a boat? You get a extra card yeah the shrimp one was one that everybody took shrimp, because it yeah. gives you the discount every you get time the discount discount. For, every for each license you mm -hmm. get you get a dollar discount on yeah something. so if on you have every four transaction so, yeah. if you, so if you have four shrimp licenses you get four dollar discount on everything in the game yeah, you can do almost everything I mean, for free it yeah. makes almost everything free yeah it's incredible but the, the point is that if you don't get the one you're looking for you're still going to get something if you want it yeah and you can still work with it and you can still make it happen so i i I thought it was a really cool game. Um, it's got the the artwork is a little dated. Um, it's uh, not necessarily a yeah, period it was piece. Twenty twelve's favorite um, game of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah. What we're playing this yeah. nine years uh, later, but um, this was definitely one I really enjoyed. I'm not a huge fisherman, so the the, uh, the theme didn't really catch me when I when I backed this on Kickstarter. We back a lot of stuff on Kickstarter. We'll have to get we're, into that another we're, day. We're, we're uh, addicted. We're, it's bad. We have huh? a problem. No, but, correction. The boys are addicted. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy having my super backer badge on my Kickstarter. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, but I'm at the point where I've, I've done almost 300. I do. I might. Yeah. I think if you do 150 or more, you get a super backer badge. But I think I'm like somewhere around 300 or stuff. Um, but I've also been doing this like since 2012. So, I, But getting back to the game... Um, I backed this because it would look like a neat concept. Um, I like the idea of the auction round. I like the idea of the resource management with it. Um, but and the, 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 the theme, meh, not a fisherman, don't live in the Northeast, really don't care. <laughs> Playing it, though, it really works. It, you it do get the idea of, of, of how that's supposed to feel. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I think that this is definitely one where... I would. I know this is a two to four player game. I probably wouldn't play this at two. Yeah, no. I would want to play this at three or four. Yeah. Yes. Three, so. three to four works great. Four, I think, would be great. Three is good. Three uh, worked. I, I don't know how much it would play as a two player game again. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, and they've done that. Yeah. But we played three rounds of that last weekend. Yeah, back as well. to back to back, and, yeah. and I think we enjoyed it more each time that we played it. So. So I'm going to start with you this time, Addy. Scale of a uh, one to five stars. What do you think of this one? After the second time of playing and playing with the third person, I'm going to say it's about a three. Three? It's not. It's not as. I don't enjoy it as much as Rival and Project L that we've talked about tonight. But mm -hmm. um, it's quick. It's easy. It's it's fairly quick to get the concept of the downside. Mm -hmm. Somebody new playing it and somebody who already knows all the bonuses mm -hmm. is probably. They're going to come on strong at places that somebody playing it yeah, for the first time is going see that. to. I can totally see that. Um, and it gets back into that whole barter thing. And especially mm -hmm. uh, if Dan and I are playing just as a two-player game, it's, you know, it, it's lights out. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dan? Um, I, I would, just like Addie said, I would go with a three um, for a lot of the similar reasons. Right. Because 
we would never play it again as a two-player game. If I were with a group of people and somebody said, hey, let's play Fleet, I'd go, yeah, sure, I'll play Fleet. Yeah. It's not one that I would go to first myself. Sure. Um, but if it were presented to me as an option, I would say, yeah, yeah I'll sit down and play it. Yeah. I think of all of us, I think I liked it more than anybody. Uh, I'd give it about three and a half to four stars. Yeah. Um, I like the, the, how the concepts of the resource management and the auctioning and all that work. Yeah. Um, even in a three player game, there's not a kingmaker, yeah. um, which I thought was really cool. Like I can't do anything to make it better for her to beat you. Yeah, right. you know, there, there's um, the only thing I can do is just not bid on something that uh, um, that would end up making it win. Yeah, and uh, you really you can't even stockpile like your currency. So your currency are your boats. Right. So your boat cards that are also the boats that are also the captains are also uh -huh. the currency. Right. So each card has no. basically three purposes. Th that's a great point. Yeah, and. Um, so it makes it harder to just stockpile because you're like, well, if I'm going to try and save the yeah. coins, then I'm not launching something. Then that's, you know, you have to make that decision. That was, that was my next point. I love how every card has multiple uses. It has the cost of the boat on there. It has the type of boat on there. Yeah. It has the victory points it gives you. It has uh, coins on the bottom that you use for. Per, for things, yeah. And then you flip it over and you can actually use it as a captain. Yep. So um, uh, for for both, so it, I love how multifunctional that the, that these cards are. So I said, is this something that that I would play often? Yeah, I'm gonna play it often. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll break this out multiple times. It'll probably um, hit our ten by ten. Oh, sure. It's already it, got four it, plays it, in. It, 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 it absolutely it. will. It'll, it'll it absolutely will. Um, is this my favorite? No, but am I glad I backed it? Absolutely, I am. So are you glad you double backed it? Uh, the, yeah, am I, I glad he yeah. backed it so I didn't have to pay for yeah. it? Yes. So, yes. So the, the, the version I got, I there was there's a deluxe version that came with the deluxe version of the game and the retail version of the game. So we just played the retail version of the yeah. game. Um, I don't know what's in the deluxe version. It's in storage somewhere right now, and I haven't gotten to it. So, but I I enjoyed it. Uh, that's definitely something that it will play differently with different groups of people. Mm -hmm. Like if I went and took this over to uh, to gigabytes and hung out with some people and just wanted to play it there, it would be a completely different game yeah. and it'd have a completely different aesthetic. And I think that's cool. So yeah, I definitely like this game. I think I like it better than better than both of you guys. But um, that's definitely one I'm super proud that, that, that I backed. And some of that may be that we were tainted because the first the playthroughs were two-player sure. playthroughs. Sure, really, totally interesting, yeah. Really, really um, rough. Yeah. And, and there's a little bit of, of burnout that comes with that. Uh, but you know, once you get another set of eyes, you're like, oh, okay, that's how this works. Yeah. So we're going to um, wrap things up here a little bit. We um, we want to talk about a couple things that, that are about to happen, uh, games that we're, we're looking forward to playing, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of sign off for the night. So, <clears throat> Danny, you've been working on a couple different things, uh, doing some uh, painting on on some games yeah, and stuff so, like that. Um, you got like you're like you're excited about something. Part here. of while I, part of what I did while I was quarantined and locked in this godforsaken house for ten days. <laughs> Um, is I Don't started. Worry, it wasn't anything. To it wasn't anything productive around the house, um, as Eddie will very quickly point out. Yeah. I was painting, getting caught up on some of the backlog of miniatures I have, um, primarily uh, Marvel United, which I had started painting as soon as it came in and mm -hmm. put a lot of time into painting it, and then you know got started. Got to the point with work where I was working fifty and sixty hour weeks and just right. didn't feel like doing it when I got home. Well, and right. we also started playing and it. Started playing even it a lot more. Painted. And yeah. So that yeah. it. Yep. Um, but now I've got, let's see, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, Captain America, Captain Marvel. So five of the what seven heroes it comes with. I think seven or eight heroes, yeah. And haven't touched the villains yet, mm -hmm. but. Um, yeah, I've got that painted. Really looking forward to finishing that up, getting it on the table, and playing it with our hard yeah. and suicide modes. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've played the game probably twenty times already yeah. with just the base game. Now, I don't know if a lot of people have actually gotten the game yet, but we, uh, we, uh, I think you backed just the, the base version. I I backed it at the one dollar level. Never finished my pledge manager and ended up buying it at Gigabytes. Oh, that's right. And he gave you the base game because he was yeah, one of the distribution he, he hubs. The that's right. He had the base game already. And right. the uh, expansions don't aren't supposed to ship until, I think, March yeah. or April. But um, there's eight there's eight heroes in the box and mm -hmm. like three or I think three there's, villains. Yeah, I think, I think it's seven heroes, three villains in this box. 
and then there's a, there's a couple different scenarios, and I think we played all of them multiple times we with different. All of them. I have at least six of them tracked we've, in the app from last we've year. Gone, we're crazy. at the point where um, Franny came up with the idea of a hard mode yeah. where we would basically have two villains out with their respective event cards and have all of the bases out. Yeah. All the locations out. And it was still just each of us playing one hero. Yep. Trying to stop both villains with two separate health tracks, two separate villain bonuses, right. the whole nine yards that you would normally have in right. a regular game for one villain. Yeah. It was one of those where I came up with it while we were playing one time. I was like, wow, this game is really incredibly easy. And it's meant to be yeah. a, a, a really it's, easy it's game to bring people in. It's meant to be family yeah. friendly and I mean, family fun. Yeah, it's a family game. You have chibi style miniatures. And if you want to take, take a look at some of the ones that he's painted, I've got them on Instagram. He's got them on his Instagram. It's Flaming Meeple Games on Instagram. Uh, and we'll, we'll make sure we get all this linked in the, in the description of, of everything. But I mean, it was one of those games that, that we played and we beat and we played and we beat and we played and we beat. Yeah. And we different, used different characters and we beat it every time. And like, wait, this has got to be harder. Now, there's a lot more stuff that's coming in in uh, March. You know, there's uh, I think in in total there's 58 uh, heroes and 27 villains or something like that. Yeah, we did and, a count of it one night and it's ridiculous. And, uh, so we've only played with literally like a tenth of the game. Yeah. But there's also a whole bunch of different uh, scenarios that are coming with it and more, uh, uh locations and stuff the, like that. The Infinity Gauntlet and, expansion. For, and that's the one I'm really looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Thanos oh, Infinity goodness. Gauntlet and all as well. So, so, uh, and, and the, the, the miniatures he's done have been really good. They look really great. I love the Iron Man on here. Of course, Iron Man's uh, my favorite anyway. I'm not going to lie. I've taken what I call the lazy way out. I have used only the contrast paints from Citadel, which mm -hmm. the point of the contrast paints are intended to be for... Contrast? Um, no, it's, uh, they're intended to be a once-and-done paint that is uh, base coat, mm -hmm. highlight, and wash mm -hmm. all in one. Right. They do a decent job. Um, if you're doing, a, you know, large squads or large armies of just one color mm -hmm. and you want to knock them out quick, definitely the way to go. For doing this, it's definitely been the easiest because I can put on a color, move on to the next miniature, do it in a different color. By the time I'm done with that one, waiting for that one to dry, I can go back to the first one and do some of the other... Like Iron Man, mm -hmm. I could do the red, go to Hulk, do the green, go back to Iron Man, do the gold or yellow. Go to Hulk, do the pants, come to Iron Man, finish up the base, done with Iron Man, do some more on Hulk, and just keep moving down the line. Uh, plus, I like the fact that you use the glow paint on the eyes that's, and on the, yes, the, I, the I made reactors and stuff like that, so I think that that's really cool. It was so. originally for Cthulhu Death May Die, yeah. which I think is also on the Instagram. That needs to get up on the table. That's um, one that we need to bring back to the table. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's but one we I made, I made my own glow paint. And I put that on Iron Man on mm. his arc reactor, mm. his eyes, and because the, the blast the, where the he's coming blast up around. where he's coming yeah. up yeah. because he's flying yeah. on his base. Yeah. yeah. So when when that uh, when that comes in, I know we're going to be playing that a lot. Oh yeah. Like a a lot a yeah, lot. Yeah, because we'll have to play every combination. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, yeah. With, with with 58 different heroes. It's got yeah. such a high replay value. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. With 58 heroes and only three of them, yeah, we could make It'll it It'll make happen. it into yeah. the 10 by 10 for yeah. sure. So what kind of things are you looking forward to next, Daddy? I don't know. I'm, um, obviously we still have a bunch of new to us games. Of would you course. like to take a peek at my Kickstarter and find out? No, no, I think I better not. <laughs> that would be dangerous. Do you ever figure out well, uh, how many uh, things you've backed so far? No, I 168. Okay, so you should be a super backer pretty soon if you, if you don't want to have a... Congratulations, sir. Um, but I have I have some that we've played a lot. They're um, Cthulhu that we referenced, of course, mm -hmm. is one of those. And just uh, some Mansions others. Mansions of Madness. Mansions of Madness was, of course, my... That was your that was your gateway. That was very much my gateway game. And um, Have there been any new expansions for that come out lately? Uh, a year ago was the last one. Path 2019, of the Path of the Serpent came okay. out around Christmas time. We'll have to bring that back to the table because so, I'd love to hear what you think about that one. Yeah, so... Um, Maybe we've done a lot of brand new games so far this year where it's only the 16th of January and we're 19 games into the year. Yeah. Um, but getting some of those, I guess, heavier games back into the table a mm. little bit 
and um, some of those favorites back a little bit too. Yeah, I, I I think that I mean I agree. I mean Blood Rage. We haven't played Blood Rage in forever. Yeah, but you, Blood Rage you don't want to play with three people because because that really can be kingmakery. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I I can. Well, really, it could be kingmakery with four people because of the draft aspect. Well, it can, well it can, to be personal, honest, it can be with five for that matter. Yeah. But uh, well, it's more it's more like the opposite. Say, hey, let's gang up and screw Danny. You know, that happens every uh, game, no matter what it is. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but, I'm used but to it. That's that's one of the, those games like that in Chaos in the Old World where at two players, no, you don't want to play it. At three players, meh. Yeah. Four and five is kind of that wheelhouse with that. Four is and, definitely ideal. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but um, um, but yeah, definitely want to see some of the heavier games get in there. But you know, yeah. kind of getting different things like we tried Sam Small Samurai Empires, and I really like that one. Um, Richard the Lionheart would be one that would be... We haven't, uh, yeah, you and I haven't played that in like two years. Yeah, uh, this one would be a very heavy game compared to what, what you've played. Yeah. Um, even heavier than I think of Mansions of Madness, and I know that some of you listening would agree with that as well. But um, what I'm looking forward to, I was actually supposed to bring a, ga- a game with me tonight to game night, and I didn't because it didn't come in. Thank you so much, uh, Amazon. It's called The King is Dead. Uh, this is the second edition of it. Uh, the first edition came out, I think, in 2012. Um, it was actually a reprint of another game. I can't remember the name of it. It's like the King of Skyla or something like that. Don't I don't remember. It. But uh, it looks like it's old medieval art um, on the cards and on the box and all that. It's done by Osprey Games. I think it's two to four players. As a four-player game, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, this would definitely be a two or three-player game. And basically, in essence, what you're doing is that you get uh, a hand of eight cards that is your entire game. So all these cards have different abilities on them uh, that allow you to move uh, people from different parts of, of, of England. Because uh, basically you're trying to save England from being uh, invaded by the French. Yeah. Um, and then you have three different uh, uh, sections of people. You have the, the Scots. You have the English, and then you have the Welsh that are represented in I here. I swear I've seen this game before. Yeah. Hearing you talk more in detail about it now, yeah. as opposed to you know just you know, hearing about it in passing the first yeah. couple of times tonight, I swear I feel like I've seen this game, maybe even played it once yeah. before. This is, this is one that's been all over the internet, uh, recently anyway. Um, I know that there are a couple different places that uh, that made it their game of the year. Um, mm. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but it's just things I've saw, seen. But you know, it's one of those those history games that I really really like. You know, kind of like uh, the 1818 game that we played. Yeah, um, sort or, of. Yeah. Not not so much like the Napoleonic. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it's not that whole war game. It's, yeah. it's a very compact game. It's a very small game, and there's only eight turns. You're going to play a card. You're going to do what's on that card. You're going to resolve the area that's at war, mm-hmm. and then move on to the next one, and then so on and so forth like that. Now, what uh, is also in the game is that once you get into the to that game for a while and you get really good at it, you can actually take a couple of those cards out and put these uh, advanced cards in. I think there's... Uh, I think there's like eight of them in total. So you, but they're all uh, individual cards. They're all mm-hmm. uh, separate. So there's not any copies of anything. So you may have the one that says X Y Z. You're the only one that has that. Uh, so um, so it, and it will really change the game up. So but uh, I, I like stuff like that. It's very much area control. Um, if it's at the end of the of the round, um, whichever whichever thing is under contest, whoever has the the most colors there, they're the one that, that wins that uh, that that area. Mm-hmm. But if there's a tie or nobody's in it, the French come in and they take that over. Okay. And then uh, if there are uh, three or more French uh, uh, controlled colonies, the game's over and the king is dead. So okay. um, I definitely think that that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's just one of those, it's just kind of hits me right in the in the feels. You know, it's, it's right in that, uh, in yeah. that, that wheelhouse well, that, that I like that's to be. Something that, that's one of those types of games that you would have played with your dad. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Not even a question. Multiple times. Not even a question. Because yeah. um, he loves stuff like Onitama and stuff like that. So, uh, But this definitely has some of that feel to it. But at the same time, every decision means something. Yeah. Like, if I do this now, I know I'm not going to be able to do this again for the rest of the game. And this may hurt me. But uh, So I, I really like stuff like that. I think it's a lot of fun for me. Uh, and I'm looking forward to getting that to the table. Like I said, it's supposed to be tonight, but it'll probably be next week. So, 
Um, with that being said, uh, let's call it a night and, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, if you, um, Danny, give us the details on your uh, the website and the Instagram so we can see some of the artwork. Uh, so website we don't have up yet, um, but Instagram is flaming underscore meeple underscore games. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a TikTok that's not very active. Um, the Instagram I've just got back into posting more pictures on. Um, he dances in his underwear on TikTok. You don't I see that. I do not. I've not done any, I, I have no rhythm. I don't do the TikTok dances. Um, but uh, yeah, I've started posting more pictures of miniatures I've painted and some of the games that we're playing on Instagram now and tagging Addy and Franny in them. Yep. Yes. I don't do any of the painting or anything like that. So flaming underscore meeple underscore games yep. on, uh, on, uh, Instagram. The on the gram. On the gram. On the Yeah. And then we're looking at uh, buying the flamingmeeple.com uh, again. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So uh, yeah, just uh, like, follow, and uh, subscribe and share uh, from there. Yeah. And um, yeah, give some ideas what you want us what you want us to play. If yep. you have some recommendations, games um, that you like, games that you don't like. I would definitely like to do some live stream or even some recorded sure. uh, gameplays on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I would. I just want to play yeah. stuff. If you have ideas of, of, of what you want us to, to play next or, or, or what you want us to kind of give our thoughts on, you know, hook, uh, hook us up on, uh, on Instagram. On Instagram and, or uh, uh, email at uh, flippingtables0 at gmail.com. That was our old one, man. Is that still even working? It is because I use it for YouTube. Oh, okay, cool. So flip, flippingtable0 at gmail.com. That's a, no, it's flippingtable0. Flippingtable0 at gmail.com. So, right now. Like I said, I'm Chris. That's Danny. Say bye, Danny. Bye, Danny. And Addie. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time with the Flaming Meeple Podcast. <laughs>